I am Araceli, a wealth advisor, real estate investor in the United States and Canada, and creator of Wealthy Women in Real Estate. Every week, I meet with Colette, a real estate broker and a real estate investor in Canada. We come together to talk about all things real estate investing and how to increase your wealth. Join us. Uh, welcome, everyone. This is Araceli, Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in the U.S. and Canada. I'm here with my partner, Colette. Colette, welcome. And can you introduce yourself? Of course. You know me by now, I hope. <laughs> my name is Colette Rava. I'm a residential real estate broker in the GTA and also a real estate investor. So that's why Araceli and I love to talk about real estate and finances and all this stuff that, because they both work together. And it's very important that you can't have one without the other. So right. welcome to the show. That's awesome. Colette, one thing that I wanna ask the audience, we've been doing this for a while. Please subscribe. It's going to help us a lot to get more information to you. We love doing this show, but you need to support us with liking the show and sharing it with your friends. Yes. Okay? And so keep today, questions too. Yeah. Questions, anything like that. So we can give you more information. So thank you guys for doing that. And today we're going to talk about something very important that sometimes people forget. It's about the soft cost little soft cost and the hard cost the hard cost right that are involved in doing a real estate project so colette can you get us started sure i'm just uh trying to find my presentation because we do so many presentations all the time we give great content uh to you know not just um not just here we uh also do other things yeah so we're always presenting to other people and other groups all right so just so when you're getting that your presentation um yeah so tell me if you can see my screen yeah i can see your screen awesome okay so i'm going to open it up so full screen so you can see so this is the thing that this is a question that we get all the time because when we talk our shop, you know, uh, not shop talk, but like when we're in, in our mode of, you know, lingo of real estate and renovating or construction, uh, we, we use these terms. So soft costs versus hard costs and why it's important because when it really, when it comes to it, you have to know the difference between both. So you can differentiate between the two. And of course your accountant needs to know because it gets categorized in a different way. Mm -hmm. so, so we thought this is a really simple, easy uh, little thing. So yeah, you are in that world. If you are interested in uh, renovating or building something, you know what the difference is. Yeah, this is um, really good to know when you're doing fix and flips. And this is something that people really forget about it. And I'm going to give you just a, a quick story. And this is a real story actually with a, a contractor that I work with, that he's also an investor. And he will continue to say to me, he says, well, I buy the property for 50,000. I have, I put $50,000 in renovation, which is, you know, all of the, the actual labor and, and product. And then I'm gonna sell the house for 150. So therefore my profit is gonna be $50,000 and it's, no, 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 right? Because there's all the things that we're going to talk about today. 
And that's what I want you to think that if you hear somebody saying that, then you know that they're not factoring in everything that there is to be in a fix and flip. So let's get started. Colette. Sure. So, and that's the thing. So, so when you are talking to contractors, or this is the thing too, if you're an investor and you hear a story like what Araceli told you, you have to say, hold on a second. There is a huge, you know, pile of money that's missing. You need to look at so many different things that are considered soft cost. So that's why we thought this is such an easy, simple thing for, for you to keep, uh, uh, keep your, 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 I don't know, your hand in your wallet, if you want to say it that way, or keep your money so you know where your money is going. That's the hardest thing with any renovation. I find that money is just flying out the window and you're like, oh my gosh, where did all this money go? And you think, okay, labor and material. So that's hard cost. That's only going to be whatever, let's say your example was $50,000 in the story that you told. So, but what's the soft cost? Why are there so many soft costs? So this is something that it's very simple. Soft costs are everything else that are directly related to the construction budget, such as architectural fees and permit fees. So I have a little, uh, little example here. Sorry, we have a little guest today. So this is my little Baba. Who's, is he, sorry. Did he help you with the presentation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's just moving around on my lap. So you might see his head pop up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was napping a second ago. So, and I need to keep him quiet. So he'll he'll stay quiet if he's on my lap. But anyway, so yeah. So hard costs obviously are materials and fixtures and finishes, fridges, stoves. If you're staging the property or you're renting it um, furnished. Really simple, hard cost, tangible, right? Yeah, exactly. Labor Anything cost? that you're going to be paying a contractor or subcontractor, whether it's electrician, plumber, anything to be installed in the property, even the cleanup. So you know you have to pay a certain amount of money. And that is basically your hard cost that is going directly into the property. You can see it is very easily identifiable right. this is where this next one gets me a little bit messed up because when you're thinking of an engineer if you're moving down moving walls and you need an interior designer or you need surveys done like that's kind of like yeah that should be a hard cost but it's actually not it's not yeah it's a soft cost so any engineering that you need an engineer to come in either a civil engineer or a structural engineer if that's the kind of uh project that it's such a big project uh, that's actually soft cost. So, um, you know, you got to Once you do one or two, you'll figure it out. You'll know. You'll exactly. Know. And I say for me to identify what's a soft cost, usually is something that you will get on paper. For example, here, like a survey, it's a, it's a paper. You're buying Love that. paper, right? Yes. That's um, great. If you're doing, um, a rendering, you're paying somebody to do something on paper or, you know, now virtual or electronic, right? right. So right. something that is not going to affect. Huh? But for example, the engineer is going to say, we're going to be moving this beam or we're going to open up a wall or tear down the wall, right? The instructions are the soft cost and the actual moving like paying somebody to destroy it, it's a yes. hard cost. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, that's, so that's so how I kind of identify yeah, you, what you is soft and what is not. 
Yeah, and that's the other thing too. I like the paper analogy because then anything that's to do with admin or lawyers or accountants or even all your finances, let's say you need to borrow money uh, to to finance this, that's all soft costs. So the other thing too is, let's say you and I go uh, into the US and buy a property and we need to sleep somewhere because we can't sleep in the property. What is that? That is a soft cost. Soft cost. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's the thing. So you, when you, when you do a fix and flip or a renovation on a property, this is something that you really want to make sure that the two, uh, you know, you have that line drawn. Now, the reason that we want to make this, like, if you go to go back to it. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, that's okay. Go, okay, uh, I can go back to it. You want me to go back? The reason that I wanted to emphasize a very important thing about the soft cost is that most people, they will completely eliminate it, but it does take a toll in your profit. So it's, you're going to, because it's all directly to the cost, right? That, and, I'm glad you wanted to go back because carrying costs. So that's, people don't know what carrying costs, is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Okay, see, we got all excited. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So the carrying cost, it's a lot of things that people forget about it. First of all, is depending on how long your project is going to be. If it's longer than six months, you need to think about property taxes that you need to pay. Yeah. Uh, utilities, even though there's not going to be a lot, but every time that you turn on the electricity or the gas or anything like that, some companies, depending where you are, you're going to have to pay some deposit. But also a minimum. So, so with my property that is a seasonal property, yeah. even though I shut down the heat and the hydro, I still have a minimum payment because unless they tell me I have to close my account every season, there's still a 60, in, in my case, there's still a minimum $60 charge for doing nothing, absolutely just keeping that account open. So that's the other thing too with carrying costs. Let's say if something like COVID happens where you don't have access to the property for a year or two years, yeah. whatever it is, for whatever reason, that's something that you have to think about. How am I going to carry this if I'm if I don't have anybody in there? Mm -hmm. How am I going to carry this property and can I afford it? So I know that's an extreme, but we just had the extreme happen to us. So. Yeah. These are some things that carrying costs are very, very important. If somebody's trying to sell you a property based on the numbers without carrying costs, huge red flag. Yeah. Huge red flag. And when you talk to someone about that, so let's say you are buying a property that was renovated and they say, oh, you know, here your, here's your, your uh, this is why, you know, you can make so much money and they don't show you the carrying costs. That's something you can ask them. And you can say, and instead of saying carrying costs, you can say, what are your soft costs? Because guess what? Let's say when it comes to uh, uh, cleanup, you have a property manager. Cleaning the property is a soft cost. Where is that number? Are the tenants doing it? I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, can I get rid of that? Yeah, yeah, you can get rid of it. The last one that I wanted to emphasize is the all the lawyers closing costs and everything if you're doing a fix a fix and flip you will see that when you are selling the property i prefer to sell it through a realtor that is the best way that you can go through so that has it 
it's not something that I would do. You could do it yourself, but it takes a lot of time. And honestly, I'd rather just pay the fees for a good realtor to sell me the property quick because then I can get my money fast. Well, it's so, not just that. You know, obviously, I'm a realtor. I want to say there's lots of reasons to use a realtor because when somebody is buying the property, they have so many questions. And if you have to, you know, sit there and answer all these questions to how many buyers, oh, yeah. buyers, this takes a long time. And people don't like, I, I'm sorry to say this, just human nature. People don't like negotiating directly with the, with the seller yeah. a lot of the times because they're afraid that seller is not going to tell them the whole truth. Yeah. Whether or not you are going to tell the whole truth, there there is this buffer where you can yeah. say listen i'll have my own rep it's like a lawyer honestly i say this all the time would you go to to court of law you know talking about johnny depp and and amber heard really did one person represent both sides no never i mean never you would never do that right so why would you go directly even to the to the listing agent you need yeah. your own representation realtors do protect the buyers to an nth degree yeah Honestly. It's the best way to do. I I will never sell a fix and flip without a realtor. So you, the only thing that I have to say there is you have to factor in those fees and also your closing cost. Absolutely, so all of those things. Never forget them when you are doing a calculation for a fix and flip because that you're gonna have at the end that is gonna take be taken out of from your profit. So. Right. But you know what? The, it's worth it when you look at that number. Honestly, of course, I'm going to say that. <laughs> but when you look at it, there's so much information and really realtor.ca yeah. or .com, wherever you are, that is the gorilla of finding people who are interested in buying houses. And they so want to keep you listed. safe, especially if you are selling in a different province or a different state. Right. You want to make sure that you have a local realtor that do that for you because in some cases, there's different paperwork that is required for different locations. So you don't want to get involved into any of that. It's just too much. Right. And right. all the, and that's the one thing that I know I, I've learned from uh, talking to you, from being exposed to the U.S. market. There are a whole bunch of different terms that people don't know. Yeah. So if you are interested in buying a property uh, outside of your country, there's a whole bunch of different terms that you might not even know what it means yeah. and to have a realtor to explain all that to you. And, uh, it's in there, it's in their fees. So you're not paying extra for, for that. That's so right. There's no reason to not use a buying agent. Yeah. So just remember if you are getting started as a fix and flip, make sure that you understand what the sub costs are because they, you will never see them. They're, they're not directly related to it. And depending on how big your project is, if you're getting involved, engineers and surveyors and uh, permits, all of that, it's expensive and it's also lengthy. So it's going to take you longer. And the longer you have the property, you have all of these other soft costs, the mortgage, the interest, um, and the carrying costs, which is all your utilities. So. Yeah. Even if you're just an investor and you're not actually doing any of this stuff, you're buying. Yeah. You should know when you look at the, the papers that they give you to say, this is what we've done and this is how much we've improved. You have to be able to understand that. So just even that to, to have some kind of idea of like what you're looking at to know it's correct. 
looks correct. Everything yeah. is on board. There's no hidden fees. There's no hidden costs when you purchase or when you uh, invest. Yeah. So important. Perfect. So for all of you guys that maybe are not like YouTube, which is mostly where we have this channel, and you, we also have a podcast that you can listen to it when you are on your way to work. So just make sure that you subscribe to that as well. Everything is in the notes. Okay, so thank you, Colette. And now you guys know what is a soft cost and a hard cost. So make sure that you don't forget them. So we'll see you in the next episode. Invest wisely. Yeah, thanks, Colette. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Bye. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.